Welcome from the shores of Lake Ozet. Yes. To the next, to the, something about episode, honey. How does it go? Did we write it Welcome down? Welcome to another episode, to another episode of Driving to the Rays at the shores, filmed at the shores of Lake, Lake Ozet. Of the Ozet tribe. Yeah. So we're going to work on ours. We, we're obviously <laughs> changing things up, right? All the time. Yes. All the time. All the time. Yes. We're not afraid of change, are we, darling? A little bit, yeah. Yes. Not afraid be the wrong word. It just disgruntles me. Disgruntled of change? It throws you off kilters. Kilters? I like a, I like a new routine. <laughs> you do not like a new routine. That's such a lie. Yeah, the routine needs to no, be... No, you do not change routines. You don't like changing anything. No, I remember... I remember specifically not wanting to move from one place to another because I had my coffee station and how I make it all set up. Yes. So when I wake up in the morning, I go, there's a yes. step of things that I do yes. that sort of evolved into there. Okay, they're Perfect. fine now. Yes. I can go make a coffee in the morning. Yes. And when we were getting ready to move, it's was like, now what the heck am I going to do in the morning? Exactly. Yes. It was so very, you made yourself a nice little coffee station here. It's very similar to the other one, actually. In the same little tiny little space, space even though it's a lot yes. more room. Yeah, we have a ton of room, but you have your toaster, your coffee maker, your kettle. Everything all in one teensy spot. And the grinder. The grinder, all the in a tiny little space yes. that looks actually exactly like the other coffee station you had before. So I see a pattern here. Yes. Hmm. Yes. I'm not exactly happy with it. Not yet? No, I think we should... Change it up a bit? Change this routine. A little bit? I love changing my routine. That's <laughs> my new... I'm going to try an affirmation see if it works. Okay. What's your affirmation? I'm going to put some new new energy into my coffee station. Coffee station, new yes. energy. It's funny you should talk about energy. Oh, you're right. There's a newsletter this week's about energy. Yes. It's called Charging Our Batteries. It's related. It is. All right. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit of it, and then you can add more details. What do you think? Yeah, I'm starting to remember. I'm remembering it. Okay. 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 Larry sent me a cute little video of a guy talking about what charges our batteries and what, what delete, depletes them. What charges our batteries and depletes them. Yeah. Yes. It took me a few seconds to figure out he wasn't talking about the batteries we put in electronics. <laughs> especially as he was talking about what gives and takes away electrons. For about, about, yeah, the first half, I didn't know what he was talking <laughs> about. about. What do we need to charge our batteries for? Yes. Honey? Our batteries, we just, don't you take them out of the box? Yes. Yeah, I was never even for the second thought he was talking about batteries. But that's one of the things that's important, is when we're talking with someone and sharing things, hey, what do you really mean? Yes, and why what are you, you really hear? <laughs> why are you sharing this about batteries? Don't you have a battery charger? Is it for the car? What are we talking? What kind of battery? Rechargeable yeah. batteries, obviously. Human batteries. I'm very literal most of the time, and as we're not usually labeled as batteries. <laughs> that was a dog moving our camera. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, whatever. Just leave the dog alone. Okay. I'm very literal most of the time, and as we were not usually labeled as batteries, right. I could not understand what the man was talking about at first. Talking about people. Yep. The video talked about what gives us people electrons and what takes electrons away. 
Larry's going to post a video link, or it's, it's actually on the newsletter, so right. you can see what the man says about this. I'm not familiar with the man in the video. I don't know his name, and I cannot speak to his or her other teachings if he has any. I don't know. Well, his other teachings, I don't know if he has any. But this teaching I found to be excellent about batteries and charging and um, depleting your batteries. I thought it was really good. What gives us energy and what takes it away? Right. And the words that he was using... Mm -hmm. There goes the dog um, again. <laughs> the words he was using were interesting because it was it had it had batteries in it right yeah and we've heard the term charging our batteries before mm -hmm. and we know what batteries are it, it's mm -hmm. kind of like grounded it in a physical real instead of like the like not physical woo kind of a thing it just felt like it made it physically practical yeah understandable true. from a physical level i liked it for that reason <laughs> I think he's just trying us on. Now. He is. He's charging up batteries. He's a very chargeable boy. Okay, let's try that. So very nice. There. Clear better. Time. You're such a good puppy. He's a good dog. He's a good dog. Yes. Okay, yes. So. And I like the way that it helped you visualize what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was pretty handy. Yeah. Usually in the woo woo world that we live in and talk about things in, um, we talk about energy all the time. Right, mm -hmm. but um, here are some examples of electro flow and access. I made a little list. You like list? It has seven points to it. So we use words such as life force, prana, chi, and that's what I would call the electron themselves. Okay. Electrons are chi, prana, yeah. life yeah. force. Okay. Yeah. Just another word from the concept the of thing. the video. Got it. Right? We're linking the video to these Right. Other if he just said chi or prana, we probably would listen to it. I mean, not us, but people would listen to it and assign different thing to it. They and might when have... he says electron, it's just a, a physical yes. elemental matter type the item. Theoretical matter. A theor yeah, it's a theoretical, no mass, infinite speed, can't tell where it is, matter that's there. totally not imaginary. Maybe not. <laughs> they may or may not be there. Totally There's not no a proof. Nobody's thing. seen one, but... Right. Yes. They are in a cloud of probability, maybe. Yes. Got it. So we call them electrons. Electrons sounds more scientific. It does, especially since mm -hmm. not many people tell you that it's a theory and not actual Let's, physicality. Don't go too far into that. Okay, okay, okay. Just uh, you know, call it Let's energy. We're calling it electrons in, yes. the, in the case the of the word energy, I believe, is connected to electron. But anyways. Two. Tai Chi, Qi Gong, Feng Shui, Yoga. The way some of these are taught really connect us with electrons in our environment and bodies, bringing them into a good and healthy flow. I remember growing up, I can't remember who, where did I, let me think where did I learn it. Okay, so when I was 15 or 14 or something like that, I think I was 15, I joined a theater group in Nottingham, England. And... I saw the ad. Actually, I didn't see the ad. A friend of mine who was from Jamaica, he was an actor, a proper professional actor. And he always knew that I was interested in um, theater and I wanted to become an actress, right? At the time, we used to say actress, not actor for females. And he saw a notice in his neighborhood in the community center asking for actors and actresses for a new experimental theater company and he said hey Nelia guess what 
you should join this. Let's join together. And I said, yeah, that sounds fabulous. So we went and joined and he lasted, I think, two, three weeks and left because he was a professional actor and these were a bunch of amateurs. <laughs> and I stayed. And well, another side, little funny side story is that side story was that they didn't know I was a minor and um, uh, I was uh, working with them for like a year or two before they found out. Then <laughs> they got into, <laughs> yeah, they got into big trouble with the authorities <laughs> for child exploitation. <laughs> Anyways, in this theater company, one of the found, other founding members was a man who knew Tai Chi. And he suggested, and we all agreed, that before all of our rehearsals and performances behind stage, uh, we would do the Tai Chi thing. So he, I learned Tai Chi from him. And it was, oh my God, it was the first time I was shown that. The mm -hmm. first time I'd seen it in my life. And it was a whole group of us doing it together. And I was blown away. It was like, what? It was amazing. I loved it. And I could see all the energies moving and being harvested and collected, collected and thrown. And, oh, my God. I thought it was the bee's knees. I really did. So that was my first see, uh, like, look into it. And then my last, actually, because although I did take a couple of yoga classes as an adult as well, um, I, I do like all that stuff. I don't know why I don't do any more of it. But anyways... It's a flow, yeah, it, you touch yeah. into it, you know. I remember having my first experience feeling it at the event that you were in 20, 2011 or so. Mm -hmm. There's a whole room full of people raising energy or mm -hmm. talk, commit. I don't remember what the function, how it was raising the energy of the space. Mm -hmm. But at some point in it, you reach up and you could touch above your head and could feel the energy up there. Mm -hmm. I physically could feel it. It was like running through like molasses or yeah. or fluff, some kind of. It was just like there was something there that could touch. Yeah, it's true. It was really interesting. Yeah. You know? And these tai chi's and qigong's and things like these are energy. These are energy works yeah. from another culture that have been doing it for millions of years, maybe long time, <laughs> years right? At least. So they forgot. Yeah, they do. They got some and mystery to it. Also, uh, well, with that group, also what he used to, he taught her was the. The energy ball. Mm. You know, you make an energy ball on your lap and then you start throwing it from person to person like like if it was a real ball. Right. And you throw it to some person. And eventually when you receive the ball you actually feel you can it. Physically feel it. Yeah, right? you can physically feel it. It's so cool. I think we should try that at Sunday dinner. Yes. Okay. And the other one that's named here Romeo, stop moving the camera. Jeez, Louise boy. I don't know what again. his deal is. He wants to go outside. All right. All right, we're going to just pause for you. We'll be instant. We're going to let the dog out. <laughs> and we're back. 11-11. Ta-da! Yes. Anyways. As you were saying. As I was saying. So, yes. Uh, the other thing that is listed in this list is the feng shui. Feng shui. Yes, and I do have a history feng shui that's a little bit more involved the tai chi or the energy balls and stuff like that. I really liked the feng shui thing and I had a friend in 2006 around that time uh, for many years actually that I was an expert and trained feng shui um, consultant and she taught me a lot of stuff but even before that I remember in 2000, the year 2000 actually, oh it wasn't before let me think, 
I started using feng, feng shui uh, methodologies in 1995. <laughs> My goodness. Yes. Early adopter. Yes. Um, well, not really. Speaking. Not really. <laughs> it's quite feng shui is like, you know, thousands of years old. So, no. uh, adopter maybe in Ireland. Uh, for <laughs> sure. I lived in Ireland at the time. And um, I started studying and I made my house. Um, like I wanted the energies to flow really well to help my children's health and everything else. And I, I did that. I used it then. And then when I sold the house, I used it to sell the house, uh, and to make it really balanced and beautiful for the person who was coming in. And, um, so that I, I started studying it then and I had lots of books and I used to use the methodologies and I always, always understood it like a flow and a movement of energy through the house. And that's how uh, the books and everything that I read and I studied taught it. And it was about movement of energy and you don't want it to stagnate. It's almost like a flow of water. You don't want it to stand still. So you want it to flow and everything. So, I mean, here we have used a little bit, pinchy winchy little bit, not very much, but generally speaking, Keep, yeah, a little bit of feng shui, not very much. <laughs> I think I, I think I caught a million pounds of fish with feng shui. What's it, feng shui? Through my qigong, the qigong CD, remember? Oh yeah, the that was qigong was feng shui. Okay. And the feng shui was supposed to be played in a room all by itself when you leave. Sounds. Yeah, but I didn't okay. do it, use it that yeah. way. But the, it was a feng shui CD that caught fish. Yeah, feng shui is more like a physical thing, not so much sound. Right. I mean, you can use sounds for feng shui. You have bells and other things that you can use. Um, but it's more like where you place things and how the energy flows within a building. And mm-hmm. the corners of the building, where does that energy go? What does it do? And the energies around you, what are they doing to you and your house? Right? Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. Yep. So lots of interest in that, all sorts of things like that. Grounding. Okay. Three, grounding. Ocean lakes, rivers, and waterfalls. Negative, negative ions. ions, which aren't bad. They're just negative charge. Water bodies are a natural and instinctual magnet for us. They can refresh us and restock us with healthy doses of electrons. What do you think about that? Well, <clears throat> I think that... Uh, a mighty convenient thing that it charges our bodies to go to the lake, the seashore, the lake shore. Yeah, yesterday we did that on our drive, remember? Mm-hmm. We stopped at the beach and went and stuck our bare feet in the rocks and the stones and breathed in a bunch of negative ions off the ocean. Mm-hmm. That was the day before yesterday. Right. <laughs> Who's counting? <laughs> but it it's the funny thing. It's like... Um, so in, in this particular thing, this particular yes. case, how many people do you think were driving past where we were driving? Like, there was lots. Lots, yeah. Not a million, but plenty. No, it was plenty. It was a highway. It's a regular freeway. It's quite yeah. a lot of cars. I would say it's a thousands that day. And in the parking lot, we had maybe 10 cars or so. I saw like no. five people on the beach. There wasn't 10 cars. More like When we five. first pulled in, there was maybe 10. Oh, yeah. When we came back, there was a lot less. Yeah, you're right. Right. And they had... For the most part, it looked like out of town, out of come state. Yes. And they were there on like a purposeful vacation type. Like, yes. let's go check the Washington coast. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And um, 
we were on our way somewhere and we live here and we stopped there and went there and it's mm -hmm. like the it's like having dogs that makes you stop and go to the beach we used our dogs for half of our excuse to go take the dogs yes. for a walk yeah so we go to the beach and charge our batteries we do. so it's a good idea to get dogs get yourself excuses <laughs> to go charge your batteries in these places right good idea to get dogs yeah it's a good idea to get dogs <laughs> Yes. Anyway, I think the but point I was... it made a big difference. Though, yeah, it made a it? big difference yeah. in our in how I felt, for yeah, sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah. From being cooped up in the car for hours, mm -hmm. right? And all the electronics that are in the car. You know, you have your Wi-Fi now in the car. Mm -hmm. And your cell phones. Three cell phones. No, two cell phones. Three mm -hmm. iPads. All the cell towers are driving by. Yes, and the car has its own Wi-Fi system. Talking to Chevy, make sure that everything's good. Yeah, talking to Chevy all the time, sending messages to the internet. And hey, my... those guys are going fast. Like, hey, they, yeah. they need to change their oil. You should yes. tell them by an email. Yeah. Our Chevy like, calls us all the time. All the time. So there was a lot of fields, you know, like magnetic fields in our truck. Mm -hmm. And just to get out, put our toes in the sand... Uh, it was good. Yep, that's one. That's a good homework for this uh, podcast. Go stick your your toes, toes in, the in the sand. Yeah. What about their mud? From when you were a kid, putting your toes in the mud was so oh, cool. Oh yes, that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, grounding definitely right. Right. Yeah. That's, I'm going to the beach to get some electrons, honey. Yes. Yes, we get electrons from the beach. Okay. Negative electrons, I think. Ions. Ions? Oh. What is the difference between an ion and an electron? Do you really want to know? Yes. I would say <laughs> electrons are the clouds around an atom. Okay. And they have a negative charge. Okay. Pa positive and neutral are in the core of an atom, right? Uh -huh. That's okay. traditional physics, okay. which is Very admittedly... Tough. Not only theoretical, but admit, but knowingly false. Yes. Okay. But still taught anyway. Okay. Just, I guess it helps think about it. I don't know why they would teach false teachings. Okay. And ions are free-floating, maybe electrons-ish, because okay. they're also negative charged. They probably get bashed off the water when the wave crashes on the beach. That's my theory. It's as good as any. Okay. Let's go with that one then. <laughs> next next okay perfect for eating, eating can be giving or taking away electrons not oh, everything right. we eat is food some of the highly processed items we eat are very depleting of energy Here, and you. fill us with and some fill, fill us with energy so some foods fill us with energy some of them deplete us of energy I think we're all aware and cognizant of that process because, I mean, you know, we get done eating sometimes. It's like... Take a nap? It's, yeah, take a nap. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> I don't know. No, sometimes we eat and we can't finish eating because we're just still hungry. And it's because we haven't had any nourishment and haven't had any food or electrons we can absorb. It's just filler, filler that needs, product. That needs... Energy. Processed and we're processing, yes. but less in than out. Yes. Yeah. Or too much in that's not usable has to be stored, yes. which means more yeah. energy to make it. Yeah. And then some food is like readily, finally available. Like when we're breathing our 
hydrogen browns gas. Yes, from that's a bit of a feud, bit of food that's all contributive. Yes, of electrons. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We might be talking, as I say, now I'm not going to say it. Okay. We might be making things up, but I think breathing hydrogen brown gas is food. It's yes, just it we're breathing food. our food. Yeah. All right. Okay. It definitely is food. Five. Endorphins. Endorphins, laughter, exercise in ways in which we can generate electrons with our own bodies. Hmm. Yep. Although when I exercise, I do feel tired. But is it a good tired or a bad tired? Oh, it's usually a good tired. There's a difference. Everybody knows the difference between a good (laughs) tired and a bad tired. It's funny, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because when I exercise, like really good exercise, like like nice, pleasant exercise, I feel tired, but I also feel like uh, full, you know, Uh, satisfied and full and like full. And when I feel tired from depletion, it's a very different tired. It's like I I need something, you know, like drink water, eat food, do something, you know. It's like not good. And often when you're like that tired, you can't even sleep. It's like not good. But yeah, did you know that endorphins give you energy? And also laughter. If you laugh, 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 you get a feel of energy. It was... I was thinking about this as something that we listened to and heard. And actually, our friend was here last week, Todd, and he was showing me and some of our friends about how to do that cold water therapy, oh, like cold yeah. shower thing. And they're talking about taking a cold shower and it sucks. Remember that yeah. podcast? Yeah. It sucks, but I'll do it for two minutes, so it's okay if it sucks for two minutes. I feel charged after, right? Yeah. Todd was showing a way to do the cold, immersive thing, but without having it be a negative shock to your body. Right. So you just put your arms and your... Cold water. And the, your the arms, wrists, forearms, wrist, and hand into the cold water. Yeah. And then try to do it for about a minute. Yeah. Or just see how long you can get. Yeah. And the next day, do that again. Two see minutes, yeah. how long it goes. Try and get it more and more. And after mm-hmm. some period of time, you said, take about a week. After a week, the rest of your body craves to have some of it, too. Yeah. So yeah. that's That's, that's really nice good. We have to try that. We we'll probably won't yes, give we'll it a try. Because I'm pretty sure we're not going to try jumping in a cold shower. We're not going to do that. We'll talk about it and say, yep, that's probably good. But even the no. Navy SEAL guys were saying, like, that sucks, no. but it sucks good. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, not doing I've it. I've tried it in the past, and I did not like it. I did not like it. <laughs> okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Six, EMF, microwaves and radio waves for electron rubbers. The mechanics behind how these take away our electrons is not that complicated. These technologies are harmful because of the chaos they create in the environment when they, we, the waves clash with each other. Or crush into us. Right. We've talked about this a little bit before mm-hmm. in the sense yeah, that, you know, we have, we live in an EMF rich environment. Ours is more EMF um, less than I think some people who live in cities, for example, mm-hmm. or with lots of EMF emitters everywhere, like smart, mm-hmm. ha- smart apartments and smart buildings and smart, all the smart stuff. Yeah. Smart cars and smart yeah. fridges and washing machines and. Meters, smart meters, and yeah. Right, and those are a frequency different than the planet, which is the one that puts electrons on us. And so because it's different, somehow or other, our bodies respond differently to it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we talked about at some point, how can we create a way that absorbs these EMFs and 
retransmits them in a healthy way that like yeah, adds we haven't it. Created we haven't that yet, figured that out yet. Yeah. But having awareness of it means that you compensate for it at least in jumping into like grounding or mm-hmm. some feng shui with your house, some way of adding electrons. Yes. So yeah, there are going to be some that get sucked away, but you know that's happening, so you fix it. Yeah. Okay. I can hear you dancing. They got upset about that whole idea. <laughs> All the EMFs in the house. It's gonna be... Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, she looks giant. Look. Yeah. Look how big she looks. She looks as big as me. And she's She's not. the size of your... She really pinkies. isn't. She's a teensy little girl. Yeah. That's a very strange. Girls. So they're... They're teasing uh, Missy oh. because she's not letting them buy. So they're like, let us buy, let us buy. And she's like, no. She's like, we want to go buy. And she says, no. <laughs> please, please, please. Okay. Look how big she looks. She looks enormous. You're not enormous. You're tiny. Okay. The clothes you wear. Okay, seven. The clothes we wear, which can give or take away electrons, mostly if you stick to natural fibers... Most clothes are supportive of our electron field. Organic cotton and silk seem to be the most supportive. Some artificial fabrics can be supportive, but most are not. There are some, yeah, that you just know it. I think this is one of those body things. You put it on and see how your body responds. Yeah. I wonder about amber. We got, we learned about a new thing, amber collars for our cats to yes. like, make the fleas not want to stay on because that right. builds a charge, electric charge. Do you think that's kind of the same? You know, we're gonna. We bought some. We haven't received them yet, we're gonna and we're gonna try them out because they create allegedly an electrical field, which to me is kind of a little maybe good, maybe not. We don't know. Dodgy, you know, it's like electrical fields for a physical body. I mean, we are an electrical field, so what is this other electrical field going to do? You know, it's, I'm not sure how that's gonna go. I'm not sure if it works with fleas, either. <laughs> so, and what's going to do with the pets, you know? So, yeah, it's an experiment. We like to look at experiments. And it most certainly, I think, is probably healthier than the very poisonous um, collars and mm-hmm. sprays that you detox- you toxify the pet with these sprays and collars and things. Yeah, and PB's not a big fan of no. the natural, even. No, she doesn't the like The natural either. oils and whatnot. And She's the fleas like, don't seem to care that she has it on. Then the cedar ones, you know, the natural oils. Yeah, they only barely care. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's kind of hard to prove that they don't care, because maybe they should have ten fleas instead of two. Maybe. But all in all, it might be fun. To, we're just experimenting. Mm-hmm. Okay. The same with clothes, you know. Yeah. And there is, like, a lot of... Um, schools of thought and religions which use cotton, white cotton around the head to go into altered states, meditative states and things. And even up to historically quite recently in church, uh, women were supposed to cover their heads um, in Catholic church at least and they were supposed to cover their heads with lace um, and when looking back at the energetic part of it, um, yeah, it felt like, and I have tried, I remember once we did an event and we gave everybody uh, like a, a big square of cotton for them to cover their heads and their upper bodies during the meditations. 
I wanted to test it out and see, does it work? You know, because I liked it personally. I thought it was conducive to going into an altered state. I don't know if it was because of the ritual of putting it on or whether it's literally to do with electrons and this natural fiber, the cotton fibers and the color being conducive to that. And many people decided that yes, they would take one of the blankets and put it around themselves. And some of them loved it so much they took the blankets home, <laughs> right? Obviously they asked first. Um, and then some others like, that didn't do anything for me, right? So it, it's very much like you said, you put it on your body and your body knows. Your body can tell what is supportive and what isn't supportive, for sure. And it does seem, religions are aware of energy, right? Oh, I mean, definitely, Energy yes. collecting and harvesting in some cases. And so they do have strict, in some cases very strict, in other cases, mm, I don't know, I'm not a big... Religion expert type of thing, but I am aware that they had like a you can't wear this or you can't wear these two clothes together, or you're supposed to wear. Well, remember when we went to to the Vatican? Remember when we went to the Vatican? Yes, and the girls have to do this and that. Women had to cover their shoulders and knees. Right. They couldn't have shoulders and knees or anything in between showing. Right. And at the time you think of it, oh, it's something about modesty or it's something about this, but it's probably about energy. Probably energy, yeah. And I know the clothing restrictions are also probably about energy. It's like these religions want their members to be energy full for the harvest, in Mm -hmm. a sense. In a harvest, yeah. Yeah, That makes sense, right? It's amazing when you look at these things and then look at the real reason and the pretend reason and you say, wait a minute. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. That's called expansion of awareness. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so those are just a few of the examples that came up for me as I watched the little video. It is also fascinating to become aware of this aspect of life and feel into it for a while. Whilst we are in time in our civilization when we have to give our bodies full support for a long and healthy high-frequency life, becoming aware of this information can be another pillar in the structures and we are creating for ourselves and others. One thing we didn't mention in there that we heard a lot about this last drive was light, light in the sun. Mm-hmm. That's yep. not one of our um, numbered letter we items. Yeah, we so didn't add it, but yeah. I think we should. We have talked about sun ba- uh, sunbathing and sun... Sun gazing. Sun gazing. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> sun gazing. <laughs> and, you know, exposure to the sunrise and the sunset. Yeah. And exposure to the noonday suns and the yes. energy that you receive from it, that yeah. includes information and mm-hmm. downloads. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's probably an item that we should uh, definitely include in the energy yeah. aspect, right? Yeah. Yeah, for our lives, so for sure. And also uh, flowing water like rivers. Right, we have river. Yeah. We have lakes on And uh, um, waterfalls. There's just something about them, you know, like we seem to gravitate towards moving water and oceans, which is always moving, um, lakes that are also moving. And we seem to reject, like, know that it's not good for us to go near stagnant water. Right. It's um, a bit repulsive. Mm. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) So I think the point and purpose of this whole talking about it is, you know, be aware that you need to keep your batteries charged. Yes. Yeah, whether you think of it, it. electrons, you think of it as feng shui or Mm -hmm. qigong or tai chi, Mm -hmm. think about it going to the beach and putting your 
feet in the sand and grounding, you think about it, sun gazing mm-hmm. or being aware of the light, the mm-hmm. sun and its effect on your body. Yeah. And you're, yeah, you're charging yourself up. Yeah. Add it to your toolkit if you haven't, or I mean, most people have already, but right. you know, keep it conscious Just and also conscious. be conscious of the things that take away that energy from you. Right. And when you're involved in the processes of like having a lot of it depleted, emotional strains and works and lights and LEDs and these kind of things, just be sure to take the same time for this uh, contributive ones. Mm-hmm. Take the dogs for a walk. And even if you don't have a dog, take your pretend dog for a walk to the beach. Yes. Right. Or your pretend your cat. imaginary cat. Or if you want to have, <laughs> you know, you could take this imaginary pet thing a little bit bigger. You could have a pet unicorn you're taking to the there beach. There you go. Too. Yeah. Or, you know, a pet dragon. Yes. You can take Some your pet dragon for yeah. You can take your pet dragon for a walk. Yes, you can. Just use that for the excuse. Somebody says, what are you doing? It's like, hey, sorry, I got to stop. My dragon has to take a, a walk and go to the bathroom. Yes. So I'll be over here. <laughs> Dragons like privacy and they like, uh, you know creeks and running water they're fond of ponds and lakes so that's where i'm going i like it yeah okay good job take your dragon for a walk <laughs> let's take your dragon for a walk <laughs> the unicorn's pretty cool too i wouldn't mind. not as cool as the dragon though oh, no it's pretty close i think if you take your unicorn for a walk you probably have to go for a ride yes take my sure. unicorn for a ride to the beach yeah that's okay okay that might be cooler than taking your dragon for a walk so if you want to listen to the second part of this discussion where we're going to go more into depth into everything with Ilya and Adelina, uh-huh. go to subscribe star, right? We're going to have a link in the information part and uh, become a patron of the light. Here's yes. a couple of light artists. Artists can, of the light. Artists of the light right mm-hmm. here. And you can become a patron of the light by joining us in subscribe star, get in the second hour as part of the deal and classes every month and amazing calls and Q and A's and things like that. Super good. And if you're listening to this and you didn't realize it, you can read it. Yes. You can along read it with an essay. Yeah. An essay comes out once a month at sub stack. Yes. You can subscribe to the actual newsletter that we base actually read it and actually read it as and a get the essay. Mm-hmm. Error. Yes, Once right. a month, there's an essay long form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We is. don't usually podcast about it, but we might start. We might start. I think that would be really cool. Actually. I, I do think do. so. Yeah. It might be more than half an hour, which is what we are more than <laughs> half an hour. Yes. Okay. Honey, we'll see you later. Alia and Adelina. Yes. Up. You're up. Is yeah. it time?